Hey, it's Julie. And Pete. From Rush the Bus. <laughs> yeah. So thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. We have mm. a good show for you today. We do. Who are we speaking um, with, Peter? Today we're speaking with Robert McAvoy. Robert. Robert. And, uh, Sounds regal, Rob right? Used to be. It is very regal. Rob and Pete used to be partners, and then he went to work somewhere else, and I stole Pete. Um, mm -hmm. But we speak with Rob today about how it's going and how his new job is and what he's been up his, to. His 10 minute commute. So yes, he's mildly, mildly jealous about his 10 minute commute. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So we uh, hope you enjoy it. I'm sure you Definitely. will. Yeah. So, oh, so remember to like, share and subscribe to our yes. podcast That's on true. iTunes, uh, iTunes, YouTube, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, and then check out and, and our brand new TikTok. Yeah, so we have a brand new TikTok. And if you go to TikTok and look up official underscore rush the bus, you, you find shall it. find us. And we yep. hope you like it. And we've got, you know, some of the same content and some different content. We but I don't know uh, how we're going to do this yet. Yeah, we're new to TikTok. Yeah. So but check kids. it out. And, and like it and follow it. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Rock the bus behind the 44 Case Avenue on 750 Case Avenue. It didn't. It didn't feel good. So. Really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So good morning. Good morning. We finally got Rob. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mr. Robert McAvoy. Mm -hmm. In the former partner. In the flesh. Yep. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Oh, wow. Good to finally get with you guys. I know. I know. It's been a it's been a while and a journey trying to get you on here. Yeah, I know. It's just the fourth attempt, I think. I lost count. Yeah, you know, it's all right. You know, kids ruin everything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the first thing we ever had happen. I know. Why do people have kids? I don't. Don't you guys? I'm like, you can think these things, but don't save it for posterity. I'm sorry. this. <laughs> We really love. I could, I could edit this just, out. I could edit just that. Just a challenge. Love my children. Worst thing ever. I love my children. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, Rob. How are you guys? Pretty You're good. well. How are you? Good. How's, How's Long that? Island? How's Long, Long Island, Island going? Long Island is the best. I got to tell you, it's not quite nearly the same uh, uh, energy and mentality that you guys have to deal with out there, but um, it's it's nice. It's just nice. That's all I got yeah. to say. How's your how's long is your commute? Uh, well, that depends. Um, if I if I if I have to step over a dog when I get out of bed, it can be as high as seven minutes, but uh, it can be five to six. Wow, minutes. that's yeah, quite a difference. I'm a little jealous of that. I I wish you know, I wish it was closer, but you know, it's, only, it's really the main reason I did it. I mean, you know that. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I keep trying to keep up with you guys because it's still good to get the uh, the fun information, the fun, fun fun stories that I'm missing out on. You know? Yeah, but you still call me, and you you still have a, a lot. You some juice over here because yeah, yeah, I get a, I get a phone call. Yeah, it's like stray arrow in the face kind of stuff. No big deal. I wish they would like let folks do like a per diem situation. You know, like if oh um... yeah, I, I I've said it a million times. If they did that, I would do it in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. Question. Yeah. <clears throat> work for like one of the private hospitals and make way more money. A lot more money. Yeah. A lot more money. So. So yeah, Rob used to work on uh, the same ambulance that I work with Peter. Peter and Rob were partners before I was Peter's partner. So we should actually fight to the death is what I'm saying, Rob. <laughs> uh, can I choose the champion to fight in my stead? Because I feel like uh, it's a losing battle for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Rob, so uh, where do you live? I live in uh, Lake Grove, way out on Long Island. Uh, <clears throat> uh, for anyone who uh, asks, usually city dwellers like to ask, what's the exit on the expressway? And uh, 61 or 62. Oh my God. Get off over here. How many exits are there? <clears throat> 73, 74, I think 74. Oh, wow. That's pretty far. Uh, they come, you know, Nassau County border, Nassau, Nassau area. They're real close together. But once you hit my exit, they start to stretch out and there's miles in between. So okay. yeah. it uh, gets a little further out there. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what, you're just, what, what made you get on the ambulance, Rob? Because I know nobody's in your family's on the ambulance. Well, actually, believe it or not, my dad was a volley fire chief out here way, way back in the day. Um, really? Was, yeah, 20 years ago before he left for good old Florida. Smart but, guy. Uh, I actually, because of that, I had less, I was less inclined to do it. Um, <laughs> let me see, what was it? Uh, uh, a little over 10 years ago now, like 2008 or nine. Uh, I was in an electronics company and uh, a, a small one. And my boss at the time was a volley out here. And he had just taken an advanced uh, EMT class and he was raving about it, telling me stories and all this other stuff. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, 2008 was a shitty year for anyone in general, economically. And the company yeah. was not doing as great as it could have been. Yeah. So I was yeah. kind of looking at other things and he's like, <clears throat> he was like, you know, why don't you give this a shot? You know, I was like, all right. And uh, we look at the local community, community college and there was literally one seat left in their EMT class. He was like, hey, sign up. So he signed up. He's like, I'll pay for yeah. it. Like, All right, you're paying for it. I'm definitely going to take it then. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, here I am four, 13 years later. <laughs> huh. yeah, you know, when you say 2008, it doesn't seem that long ago. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. But then, you know, some of the people I'm working with now, I say 2008, they're like, oh, I was in fourth grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so. that's the crazy. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we picked up some kid the other day. She was born in like 2001 and, you know, she's like 22. I'm like, oh, my God. I know. It doesn't when you say it, it doesn't sound that long ago. I think the weirdest part, though, is we're starting to reach that area when we're saying when, when people are telling us their date of birth. I'm having patients where, you know, I have the older patient. I have a lot of older patients in my area and I have the 19, 20 something. And then these other ones are 2020 was their birthday, you know? And, uh, yeah, when I see the ones from 2000, I have to actually stop for a couple of seconds and think about it and then regret my age. <laughs> I know. So you're no. adult and you have a two in front of your birthday, great. Yeah, yeah. So. A different century. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about it the other day, like how old I'm getting and that, you know, I'm going to be 40 this year. I'm like, oh, God. Say it out loud. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You can do what I did. You just say you were 30 plus and then no one has to know. Yeah. <laughs> and when I go off the deep end, I have a good excuse. So. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. so where'd yeah. you work? Where was the first time you worked? Who'd you work for? Uh, for EMS? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah so well, who was your first? You do Bali when you came out? I did, I did Bali. First thing I did, I signed up for. Um, I worked at. <clears throat> actually, the first place I worked was Hunter Yes out here. Um, that's the green one. So New York yeah. the Red Hunter, the, the okay. green hunter out on the land. Those are the green ones. Okay. Um, so that's a bunch of facility. You know, they would do some, uh, you know, like nursing home emergency ones and stuff that and stuff yeah. like that. It was, it was basically the dialysis transfers and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, it sucked like every other facility kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was good. It, it, it's the 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 chart writing was uh, a lot, there was a lot of chart writing and learning yeah. how to write charts quickly. Um, you know, getting my get my feet under myself. So it was it was a good job. It, was, it wasn't a bad place to work. The pay wasn't the yeah. greatest, but you know, I think that's basically everywhere now anyway. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good start. And then, well, I started after I started there. I also started volleying at uh, Port Jeff Ambulance out here uh, okay. a couple times over. Um, yeah, I was there for I was there for a few years. But was uh, Bill Wolf there still? Yeah, Bill Wolf actually still works there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. He, uh, he's got quite a sweet gig over there. He's, he's uh, I don't even know what rank he is. He's even like a rank of captain. They have funny ranks over there, the way they do it. But uh, hmm. he, he he works quite a few hours a week. I think he works more now than he did when he really? was Really? Yeah. Oh <laughs> when he was our boss. But uh, uh, he basically, he doesn't have to do a whole lot. Basically, he's a full-time cook there. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's got a good, he's got a good, he's happy to be, you know. Hmm. I was just thinking about him the other day too. I gotta call him. You know, it's funny. I talked. I talked to someone else about him the other day too. Someone else who worked with him. He was like, "Yeah," and he's actually the one who gives me the lowdown on him. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Um, that's another good story. When he rage quit over here, one of the jobs we worked together. At. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who rage quit? He rage quit, or you? Did? He rage. He rage quit. It was. It's a. It's a fantastic story. Uh, maybe uh, we'll get to that at some point, but it's a good story. You'll. You'll love it. Hmm. Uh, and that'll just make me call him and get him on here so he can tell us how he rage quit. No, oh, actually, you know, it probably would be better because he tells the story. So he's got, you know, yeah. he's much better storyteller. <laughs> you tell good stories. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you started Port Jeff, yeah. Valian. Uh-huh. How long were you there? And how long were you at Hunter? When Were you doing them side by side kind of deal? Yeah. Yeah. So Hunter, I basically, I started as a per diem and then I ended up just working full time hours. Uh, I was there for a year before I went into medic school. I left them when I went, when I went into medic school, I left them and I just worked a couple other part-time jobs out here, per diem, local fire districts and stuff. Um, So I was with them about a year. Port Jeff, I was with four, four years or so, roughly. Um, I had an unceremonious end from that place also. Um, But uh, yeah, and then medic school. And then June 2012 came to the night school and, you know, I did what we call the, uh, nicely, I'll call it nicely, we call it a per diem shuffle out here. But uh, we're basically, as far as we all had, I had six per diem jobs, you know, filled the week with a different place. Um, it's it's getting better out here, honestly. Now that yeah. you know, everyone's starting to figure out that they need to do it for real. Um, yeah. But, you know, eight, nine years ago, you had 12, you know, dozens of places looking for work, but no one wanted to pay anyone more than 12 hours a week. That's crazy. Um, so how does it work on Long Island as far as like with the fire district thing? So um, it a lot, it's a whole little strange fiefdom how Long Island works. Yeah. So, you know, like with New York City, FDNY is in control of New York City ambulance responses. You know, they got a contract and ambulance and stuff, but FDNY does everything. 
Um, yeah. Out here, there's basically you have every town has its own little thing. Um, and when I say town, we're talking they call it's called a hamlet, uh, the way we call them out here. But uh, every every town has their own thing. It's either a okay. fire district or an ambulance district. Okay. Uh, fire districts are local, just like a school district, local five member uh, uh, five commissioners rather. Um, they get the tax. They they levy taxes, etc. But they're responsible for fire services, and depending on whether they do it, most of them are responsible for EMS services also. Okay. Uh, they're all volunteer agencies. Every agency out here is volunteer with paid supplement, but that's obviously. But over the last ten years, the transition has been made where yeah. we're starting to do, especially for EMS, definitely EMS. We're starting to do primary paid with volunteer yeah. supplement. Mm. Um, but we're talking Suffolk County alone has 120-ish agencies. Oh my gosh. Um, and each one has their own rules, their own, you know, staffing requirement, their own response, yeah. their own response response criteria. Um, so depending on which side of the street you fall on, you could get, you know, you know, you can get three or four highly skilled paid paramedics, or you might get, uh, you know, still relatively well skilled, but you might get the mechanic yeah. who's run, running out of the shop to go help you. Yeah. Um, not that I have any issues with them, but, uh, no. you know, it's, it's, it's one thing that we have, one of the issues we have out here is a mixed response. It makes things a little bit, a little bit difficult um, at times. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Like so many people and stuff. And then you guys are dispatched individually right or the county dispatches you again every single place is different so we have we have suffolk county fire rescue the so when you make a time one call in suffolk county it either goes hold to on, suffolk your PD. internet wait Nine. hold on you gotta back up yeah back, <laughs> back up i don't know somebody's internet took a shit one in suffolk county um it goes to either Suffolk County Police or Suffolk County Sheriff, depending on which edge of the county yeah. uh, And much like how the NYPD gets the first call in, in New York City, it uh, goes through them fast. And if it's a fire or an EMS call, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it gets, what do you call it? It gets sent over to Suffolk County Fire Rescue. Fire Rescue Emergency Services, or FRES is what we call them. Mm. Um, and they'll do the EMD or EFD on the call. And yeah. depending on the agency, it'll either get sent to the local agency dispatcher or Suffolk County Fred will activate the agency from where they are. Huh. Um, the two agencies I work at now have their own dispatchers, so Fred hands it off to them yeah. and we get activated from there. Um, some agencies have their own dispatchers, but Fred will activate them and then their, okay. their dispatcher takes over. Other times they use two dispatchers simultaneously, so they'll give, they'll give times to Fred and they'll give times to their own local agency um it's much like the ems response the ems response in general it's it's whatever town you whatever side of the street you're on mm. Interesting. Mm. yeah so it's, a, it's a big kind of a patchwork system it all seems to work okay yeah okay but there's a lot of times there's outliers out there that cause issues but um for the most part it works mm. it's kind of like here like in, where i live like you know, if you're on like one side of the street, mm -hmm. it's Mattawa on the other side, it's Aberdeen and stuff. So right. it's like drag them across the line. I, you know, it's so funny when I hear all these things, because I, I grew up in New York City, you know, my dad was a firefighter here. So like, I didn't even know that we had volunteer anything. Like, I didn't know right. volunteer firefighters existed. <laughs> I right. didn't know. My like, neighbors were the same way. 
and yeah and it was like when I went upstate where I realized like like when I worked upstate I was like oh my god like who are these people showing up on our jobs with jeans you know and I was like oh you're volunteering that's a thing like I had no idea um but I mean it's funny because I I know in Nassau it doesn't like Nassau PD deal with EMS also? Nassau is very similar. So they have, again, they have however many local agencies, but then on top of that, a lot of agencies, the Nassau PD has their own ambulance service. Yeah. Um, and some places Nassau PD is first due, other places Nassau PD is second or even third due. Um, <clears throat> so like in Nassau, for instance, it's it's a an ambulance technician, is whether it's an EMTCC or an EMT paramedic, they're mm -hmm. on the ambulance, one person until they call, they go to the call, and then uh, one of the uh, police officer will, will respond with them, and then the police officer drives the ambulance back to the hospital for them, um, which, whatever, I don't I think it's silly, but um, so uh, something that's happened out there recently is a lot of the local villages in Nassau County that have their own police department don't want to burn a police officer in the EMS run. So they've been yeah. contracting with Northwell to run their EMS services to do primary so they don't have to waste a police officer on a job like that. Oh. Um, and frankly, Northwell has been pushing out here a little bit. We give some jobs to Northwell and other EMS agencies that uh, like the higher, higher, uh, higher volume areas, like the, um, what do you call them? Assisted livings and stuff like that. Okay. <clears throat> mm. Mm. They're coming. They're coming yeah. out there. Yeah, it's, it's a slow <laughs> creep. It's a slow creep. It's happening. Um, yeah. And honestly, if they don't take over, something might have to change here. We're having a lot of staffing issues all over Suffolk County. So, and yeah. there's 120 agencies. All I mean, I guess it's... Uh... I feel like, you know, both Nassau and Suffolk and now Suffolk more is like, feels like it's getting like the population has grown. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot mm -hmm. of things like probably the EMS runs are more than they were 20 years ago. Yeah. You know? And then if you're not kind of getting yeah, so the amount of people. It has. I mean, so for myself personally, the agencies I'm with have, hasn't seen much of a change. Um, excuse me, even up in Setauket. In we actually saw a reduction in uh, call volume over the last two years. I mean, COVID in 2020, yeah. we probably lost a couple hundred runs. Um, I hate to say it like this, but you know, the beginning of COVID, we lost a lot of our regulars. Um, yeah. I don't even, I'm not sure the number, but the call volume yeah. went down a lot. Hmm. And uh, it hasn't really caught up. 2021 hasn't caught up. And you know, today, we're not really up hmm. where we should be. But our neighboring agency has had a huge, a bunch of our neighboring agencies have had huge increases. We're talking from, you know, yearly volumes of like 33, 3,400 to now over 4,000, really? uh, wow. One in particular next, you know, the next door over Terryville, my hometown where I was born yeah. and raised, they, um, they, they, they've got additional staffing on, they're running additional ambulances. They've had, um, and there for them particularly, it was just a, a huge increase in medical offices. And okay. if you listen to them on a given day, they're at the medical office 24 hours a day, basically. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that like us in Satoka, we would turf off to a Northwell or uh, a, another private ambulance service and see if they could handle it first. But yeah, they're running everything. Hmm. You know, yes. Julie, before you were talking about, you know, the shock of going from you know New York City to upstate and seeing people in jeans. I just, you know, it reminded me of one time when uh, my aunt and uncle lived down in Florida. My, my grandmother was down there and, uh, 
out here on Long Island because it's all volunteer agencies and we tax and every and we do it through taxes, we get the money. We don't uh, we don't bill for EMS services. My grandmother mm -hmm. fell, broke her arm, got transported, and she was like, I have this bill from the ambulance. And I was like, What are you talking about? What do you mean? Bill? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Just billing on the ambulance. This is yeah. <laughs> I feel like you know that. Didn't you uh, have a Florida story, Jewel, where they walked your dad when he was having like a massive MI or some shit? I know. I hate that kind of no. stuff. That was like, a, yeah, years ago, my dad had had like a stroke. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's had like a few, but um, during this time, he, you know, he came back home from the hospital and I was down there for like a month, uh, sort of hanging with him and my mom and like just kind of, you know, dealing with that. Mm -hmm. And about a week or so after he got discharged from the hospital, I like, I had taken my son to the playground and when we came home my dad was like sitting on the couch like holding his chest looked like shit and I was like oh my god like I think you're having a heart attack you know and he was like no I'm, I'm all right I'm like dad like you're not all right like you know you look green you're sweaty like I'm gonna call an ambulance so I called an ambulance and they show up and it was like several people I think there was like four of them um, and they're firefighters down there, like they're firefighters and EMS, like they're paramedics and firefighters right. and everything's on the first floor. You know what I mean? My dad's home is like a villa. It's on the first floor. You can literally bring a stretcher right inside of it. And they brought the stretcher to the front door, but then they had my dad like walk <laughs> to the stretcher, which is like, listen, my dad is not 500 pounds. You know what I mean? He's maybe 180 pounds. Like he's a normal sized person and obviously having a heart attack. And I, I could see that they wanted to walk him. And mm -hmm. I was like, Hey, I was like, I'm a paramedic. And they were like, Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. And they were like, where do you work? I was like, uh, I work in the city of New York. I said where I work. I'm not going to say it here, <laughs> but uh, they were like, that's cool. That's cool. So you good, sir. You're good to walk. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, you know, not sure about that. And I don't want to be like stepping on toes. Cause it's like, you know, there's like a few of them here, but they yeah, walk my they dad. You up. Yeah. They walked him to the door and then, you know, they took care of him. But my dad ended up having like a widow maker and he went into a rest, like in the hospital. So I'm like, you shouldn't walk to him, you dicks. You know what I mean? And I could have complained, but I didn't want to, you know, like I'm EMS. I'm not trying to like, you know, screw you guys over. But yeah, it was pretty Maybe that, maybe that person. Huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and those are those guys are paid. Like that's not a volunteer. That's their job. Like that's their yeah. career, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Oh, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not that you know, never had that happen or anything. So we'd have to, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> discuss this off air. I was just watching because Amanda, <laughs> she just did this uh her refresher because she could do her refresher online, and they were saying that it's okay to walk like a stroke patient and stuff to see like what their gait is and stuff. Yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like that's like you know. Friend six feet between you and the stretcher here walk, walk through the street yeah, it's not like you know down the hall and around the corner so. i'm not gonna walk you all the way out to the street yeah yeah and that's i feel like even if you're standing the person up to sit them on a chair you can sort of tell if someone's like like wobbly right. yeah you're like all right sit down yeah. sit down and then you're like unsteady gate <laughs> that's it yeah. we figured that yeah. out you know like it's yep. uh yeah i did a ref <laughs> i helped teach it i was doing like this emt refresher down here and I, I was saying something about, you know, walking people and they all looked at me like I had three heads to like, we don't walk in. This guy wanted to go hard on me. He's like, we don't walk in. He's like, uh, I don't care how big they are. We're going to carry them. And if I have to take walls out, I will. I'm like, 
and you're going to destroy people's lives. Like, <laughs> you, there's, I, don't know. I mean, yeah, like I get why theoretically you're going to emergency calls, right? That's the theory behind that. Mm-hmm. But like in, in New York City, like how many times a day do we go for some nonsense? Like someone just it comes in as a diff breather. And basically you get there and they're like, oh, I had an asthma attack today, but I didn't have my nebulizer. Uh, I forgot to get it refilled. I'm okay now. And now they want to go to the hospital. And it's like, uh, yeah, you're going to walk. Like, you know what I mean? Like you walk to work today, pretty fine. Mm-hmm. You walked home. Yeah, we don't need you to know? for that. Yeah. Not at all. So, yo, so when you finished medic class, where'd you ride on your, where'd you do your ride time? Uh, during medic class? Yeah. Uh, all out in the city. We had, I went to Stony Brook University for their time medic class. Okay. And uh, all of our ambulance rotations were in uh, with private, the private uh, hospitals in okay. New York City and also up in Greenwich, Greenwich Connecticut. Oh my God. Who'd you like better? Uh, honestly, you know, the only reason I'm going to say it is because I, I had quite a white cloud on my ambulance rotation so the only time i ever got anything was when i was in the quietest of trucks down in lutheran and they oh. all, because we got like I, I got three strokes in one day one guy fell out on the street and cracked his skull wide open it was wow they were they were yeah. odd days <clears throat> uh but my the, the the rotations in lutheran were probably some of the better ones and okay. uh it's jamaica hospital too i had some good rotations the other ones were just too quiet to really say anything about you know yeah. <clears throat> how's connecticut is it different there <clears throat> Uh, it was nice. It was nice. And uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was Greenwich's uh, higher income area. So okay. different neighborhood, different to say the least. Yeah. Um, but the, the setup there seemed a little different also. So they had their own fire department, um, their own EMS agency. The EMS agency was like a private company, but you know, it was for the town all that. Um they kind of did a similar thing where the, the local police department took the calls, screened the calls, EMD yeah. the calls, and dispatched the ambulance service. And then when the ambulance service would go, they'd also notify a larger, um, I forgot what they called it, but it was, it was <clears throat> just like a larger, I don't know, Connecticut, they have like these region, EMS regions where they, uh, and they, they all just kind of keep track of where all the uh, ambulance resources are okay um, so like even though Greenwich was dispatched to their own local police department they still let that larger agency know that they were going for something so they knew what was going on um but uh it was good times actually i think some of the nicer some of the better hard to say but some of the some of the more attentive preceptors were up there um probably more to the fact that you know they had they had a station they could sit at there were four stations there you could sit at the station relax talk have a chat yeah you know, do some of the other stuff that I'm more accustomed to out here on Long Island than, uh, yeah. you know, just racing from job to job in the city. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. So that you would have like, you know, more attentive people out there and mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I always, I try to, you know, I don't know, you get medic students where you are now? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. What do you do with your medic students when you get them? Uh, depending on the day, depending on the day, I mean, hopefully, honestly, for them, I hope that they have a lot of jobs because- okay. You know, when I was in, it was my only requirement was to do a certain amount of time. Yeah. Uh, but now they have to make a certain. Now they have to make patient contact, so they yeah. have to. You know, they need jobs. You know, whereas yeah. I just need to sit there and endure for a couple hundred hours. They had to do a couple hundred hours and get patient contacts. Otherwise, they had to do more time. Um, 
but I usually start off, open up with, you know, let's go check the truck. Let's go through the yeah. bag. Just, you know, I don't, I'm not sitting there asking you every single drug in there, whatever. Yeah. Was. Um, <clears throat> but I want you to know, you know, I, I want them to be part of the crew. You know, yeah. if I, you know, if, if I ask for something, they need to know where it is and vice versa. Um, they don't always necessarily need to know what they have, what, what to do, but uh, they need to know where everything is, you know, know the equipment and uh and everything else we can work on that's why they're there yeah. um i always feel bad for people like when they get medic students and stuff and then you have like you know um uh, lazy preceptors mm-hmm. you know and you just sit on the yeah. side of the street like, yep. like what are you learning you know and then oh, you yeah, complain yeah. you know about people don't know what to do and stuff but you know you sat and chilled all day yeah, so. I know. and there's it's terrible because sometimes there's uh there's days i just feel bad like i want to excuse me i wanted i want to do more but you know yeah you just didn't have that check the bag so much we can only go over things so much in an eight-hour tour yep yeah you you need runs (laughs) yeah yep i think we're lucky that i mean i don't know how you folks get dispatched out there can you hear what other people are getting or you just you get dispatched to your Uh, job if i just hold my yeah on my radios only i only hear my stuff uh yeah we have Suffolk County Fred sends everything in there. So you can see all the fire, every fire job, every weird job that goes to Suffolk County Fred, you can see on there. <clears throat> so, you know. But you can't, Everybody I mean, can it's like, this. yeah. But you can't really buff things, right? Like if you are, no, a student, no. you can't just like yeah, go very, to very discouraged. <laughs> so, yeah. what would happen if you stole somebody's, uh, you know, it would be hell. Yeah, really? honestly, it's not, it's, it's not worth hearing it, you know. Like, yeah, like I know you guys love to do it, and Pete and I love to do it too when we were together. It was just, you know, I'll take anyone's job, I'll take any good yeah. job, I'll take it. <laughs> like, I'll drive yeah, halfway yeah. across New York City to get to a good job, doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, you listen to it, but you don't, nothing comes of it, you know, like what big deal, I'll write me up, who cares? Man. Um, yeah. but over here, it's you know, each district has you know, five people in charge, and you know, this one chief gets upset and complains to his board, and then now my chiefs are upset, and now I'm gonna hear it, and then they're gonna, it's, it's just not worth. It's not worth it. Yeah. And plus, mm. and and most of the time, because you're not listening to anyone else, you have no idea. It's until it's too late anyway. Yeah. That's. I guess that's that's challenging when you have students. I think. I mean, I think that that's not just there. That's in a lot of places. You know, mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the city, I feel like it's much different. You can, you know, if you have a medic student, you're having like a particularly slow night, and you hear like kind of an interesting job coming, you could potentially like make your way over there and get flagged for it but yeah. you know, if you have a student and you did like nothing that night you're like sorry mm-hmm. man and it, it just kind of stinks <laughs> like it's like you yeah. know yeah. what it is like yeah so i mean and then there's other times like uh we have so in talk and i'm primarily on the ambulance since we talk it we have uh paramedic first responder and then uh medic and emt on the ambulance we got three guys on at all the time three guys or gals yeah. um and I'm typically on the ambulance. So if I have a student, they're doing the job with us all the way through the hospital. Um, but my other agency, Center Reach, I'm on the fly car all the time. And it's a, it's a mixed response. We either have all volunteers, uh, paid EMT, two EMTs. It's depending on the hour of the day and the day of the week. It's, it, it can be any kind of response. Hmm. Um, so there are times when, you know, a job that doesn't need to go ALS, now we're going to make it go ALS yeah. so that yeah. it has a contact. Yeah. He hasn't had a contact in the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I, I, 
you know, I want to go back and watch a damn movie, but my students mm -hmm. make me work, right? I know. But I don't mind doing that, you know, yeah. especially for, especially for the better students too, because there's yeah. some you want to get through and some you don't want to get through. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. Is that's the tough part. You know what I mean? Like when you have those people, and it's like you're just not mm -hmm. getting this. Yeah. And you should be getting this, mm -hmm. and that's that's the tough part. So I have. I think I have much more patience for that. Peter gets so like grumpus you know like a grumpy old crank but uh <laughs> you know it's because uh it interrupts peter's flow he wants to get things i know like, even with me sometimes things. like the other day we had a job that yeah. got a little Yo, julian we used to time ourselves when we have like asthma jobs we could have mm -hmm. you would have everything done <laughs> within what eight, i think our record was like five or eight minutes well, that's the thing. We had a bad asthma job the other day, yeah. and I, I thought we were like working steadily. Like it was aggressive. We did every, like we did everything. We literally gave everything that you could give, including and we call for orders, everything. and we and we call for orders to like get diazepam to chill her out a bit. Like right. we did everything, mm -hmm. but like I'm, I'm just gonna like stick her in the arm with, like maybe this is me, a twenty Boom. gauge for Epi. Like I'm drawing it up, and he's like, "What are you doing with that?" I'm like, "What for the Epi?" He's like. Oh, give me that like and he like puts in a vantage point to get like you know the whatever 21 and a half like or whatever the hell the next you know like level it was is. a nice lady but she was a nice lady yeah but i'm like she doesn't care like yes, she, did. she needs the epi whether she gets stabbed with a 20 gauge im or 21 and a half or something or 22 doesn't mm -hmm. matter like she just needs it but in his mind he's like you're gonna harpoon her i'm like <laughs> I and I was just like so then when we got in the hospital I was like all flustered and hot and sweaty and he's like all excited he's like oh that was a great job are you mad at me and I was like I'm annoyed <laughs> but uh you know so um, those, those and I think we were fast you know but yeah Peter yeah. gets very uh you know you've worked with him and I, I just I feel like for students <laughs> I have much more patience with like them not getting something. Cause I, I had a hard time like getting shit. It took me so long to even start an IV when I like went to medic school. Yeah, and I remember yeah. thinking like, I'm never going to get this, you know? And uh, I think one of the instructors was like, do you drive a car? And I was like, yes. And they were like, you have to learn how to drive a car. Right. You didn't always know how to do that. And I was like, hmm, good point. Yeah. And like, that's something I always say now if I'm like trying to learn something, I'm like, all right, I learned how to drive a car. I've learned how to start an IV. Like all these things I didn't no, as a child that as an adult I had to learn like I get it now you know but yeah for him he's just like ugh. like he gets like irritated that they're not like getting it or that they're you know still didn't get it and I'm like it probably depends on the day with him too yeah you know he's well, a Gemini so you know yeah. <laughs> you hate me now I've probably done two asthma jobs in the last three years so really <laughs> we don't get that either. thank goodness I guess but, yeah <laughs> what's your big what's your big call you get out there besides the old lady's falling that's it man that's it <laughs> it's that's our yeah. job man except yeah. the last couple of weeks it's been the you know 40 something year old male unvaccinated needs to go get antibodies so he wants an ambulance ride because that's the quickest way to go mm -hmm. and i'm not taking you to your hospital you're going to the local one which doesn't have the antibodies sorry that's <laughs> wild yeah we've been doing well we're back on you know closest facility and stuff yeah so ruining people's you know killing their yeah. hopes, dreams, and ambitions of, of a bed. So yeah. we saw the medical director the other day and he's like, man, I wish people would stop calling me to go to this certain hospital. He's like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah that's like, Tell your coworkers. 
Unless, I mean, listen, if you're taking a patient who's like a cancer patient and they go to Sloan Kettering, yep. you know, and they live next door to Wyckoff Hospital, you can call and get, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, obviously, that's a different reason. But, yeah. but like, if it's just the fact that someone doesn't like going there, like, who cares? I mean, this is a different time. Yeah. Like, they have to go. I know it sucks. You can also, your family, you have five people in the apartment. One of these people could potentially take you to that other hospital, you know, like, I mean, yeah. unless you're critical and if you're critical, like, what does it matter? You need to go somewhere anyway. Like you have to, go, you know, I don't know people, I, I get that because I grew up in the city of New York and like, you know, there's so many hospitals. So you have a lot of choices. And for my family, like the choices were never <laughs> the hospitals in the city. Like my dad and mom always like Long Island Jewish, um, which from where I lived was not right down the block. And like, my mom was literally having a heart attack and was like, I'm not going to Jamaica. And they were like, ma'am, we have to take you to Jamaica. And she was like, well, then I'm not going. And like, they were like, oh my God. So they like called telemetry and got like the okay for Long Island Jewish. Same thing with my dad. He was like, I I'm not going to Long Island. You know, I'm not going to Jamaica hospital. He had a stroke. And um, we were like, dad, you have to. And he's like, I'm not going. And like, so we took him to Long Island Jewish. And then uh, they literally transferred him back to Jamaica in the morning because they had a traumatic brain injury unit at Jamaica and not at Long Island Jewish Long back Island then. Jewish, they couldn't do it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's another thing we deal with around here, like a lot, especially our older people. They, um, they've been going to, uh, there's Mather Hospital, which is in Port Jefferson, which is a decent hospital. But, you know, Stony Brook is the larger and more encompassing hospital. It's much closer to all of us um but they all they've been going to matter since before stony brook even existed yeah but it's one of those things like when 90 percent of the time i don't care i'll take them to matter it's not an yeah issue. it's like you, know, you you you're having a stroke you need to go to stony brook right now yeah. we're going to go to matter they're going to look at you and they're going to send you right over to stony yeah. brook Please put out an hour and a half a time um <laughs> and that was funny enough just talking about matter stony brook all that that's actually one of the reasons why going back to billy wolf he uh he rage quit but that when we if we get to that story, that's why. <laughs> oh my god! Do you guys? Do you have to call the hospital out there and like tell them you're coming and stuff? So, yeah, so we have hospital radios where we call. There's usually a triage nurse with the radio that walks around. Okay. Yo, have I, somebody was telling me that they were calling and like the 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 triage nurse would tell them that they're they're like on divert or whatever. Have you ever had that? A triage nurse, a triage nurse, a triage nurse say they're on diversion. Yeah, and like refuse the patient. Uh, really? I haven't no because yeah. up here these hospitals don't go on diversion. They Could don't. you imagine that? Stony Brook, like, will, Stony Brook will, unless it's catastrophic. Stony Brook, for instance, will not go on diversion. Hmm. Um, they've got enough equipment where they could probably handle, uh, you know. Yeah, they're a huge it. hospital uh, and very large hospital. They will not go yeah. on diversion. Um, they did what? There was one local hospital, Mather, actually, the one that we were talking about. They were on diversion for a few hours last week. Um, yeah. But that's one of those things where they call they call Suffolk County Fire Rescue and request, yeah. it. and then stuff and they give it, but then that doesn't actually it still has to filter down to our dispatchers, you know. Yeah. Oh, and and then even then, again, like it's it's still only a request. You can still show yeah. up. The only time it's really bad is if they're like, "Hey, we don't have CAT scan. Don't take a stroke patient here." Which yeah, yeah. A stroke patient, um, which has happened in the past, but it's very rare. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's just just wild to me. Like the dispatch, like the the nurses refuses the patient like you can't bring them here you have to go around us and stuff like i couldn't yeah, I imagine mean, that i mean like if they're if they're overflowing out the doors and they really can't handle it and if that's how if and and like i said if we're not getting the message at some point they're going to start telling yeah. people on the radio that they yeah. can't come here yeah yeah 
if I heard yeah. the, the, the nurses around here, like if I heard them saying that, I'd probably take it seriously because it's not something I ever hear. Yeah. yeah. But you know, there's some places like down a little further the south shore of the island, like they don't have a choice. There's no other hospital to go to. Yeah, I know. 25, 30 minutes. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I'm lucky. I have I can get to four hospitals within 15 minutes, so it's not a big deal. Oh wow. Um, and they're all good hospitals. I have no complaints with any of them. Yeah. yeah. And you get right. helicopters too, right? Yeah. Yes, because yeah. yeah. a helipad, I think. Yeah, you got helicopter EMS out here too. Yes. That is pretty cool. So, and you get MVAs unlike us. We do. We do. Not quite. My areas don't really get them quite the same, but we we get MVAs. Yeah. You had a good MVA a few weeks. Was it last year? You had a good MVA. Like a little bit summertime. Yeah. Yeah, there was a good one. Was it the one with the children involved or another one no what was that no that was um that one i was more in the cleanup getting everything put away i came in i came in the tour change and it happened just before tour change but uh, uh there were like six or eight kids in the car two of one of them passed uh wow. one of them had a tbi i think she's doing mm. very well now though um but it was uh actually a triage nurse up at the hospital it was her family so it was uh, wow it was a big deal for a little bit Wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I have, I've had a few over the past few months, but nothing's standing out. You know, I, got uh, understand, you know? I do. I remember all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, we've been doing good with MVAs. We had a good MVA the other night. So, did you? Oh, yeah. It's getting wild there now again. So. Yeah. Oh, it's. Yeah. I feel like I don't remember half the jobs we go on. Um, what was Yeah, but then you MVA? remember like this weird shit. And I'm like, how do you remember this <laughs> stuff? So, mm -hmm. yo, you would never recognize the area now. Remember how, like, we um, used to have to work to get shots? Yeah. We, we really don't have to work that hard anymore. Drive around the corner, you get one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, I think we went two weeks where we didn't get any. And it was like, where is it? We're looking, and we were looking hard. We were working hard for it. And then it was, then we had like three in a row. still happening, just a little too far to buff, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even for you? So, yeah, like yeah. a little further than could be like explained easily yeah. enough. You yeah. Know? yeah, even though we could probably could have beat him down there, but it was just like, you know. <laughs> yeah, you didn't just happen upon Atlantic Avenue. Yeah, exactly. No. Like, so, or like down in Brownsville. Like we were yeah. just driving around, you know. I can't even do that because like I don't even know that area. That's like a whole nother world over there. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I think and you stuff. know it better now because we still no, we we get dispatched down there pretty frequently, you know. Mm -hmm. No idea. No idea. We went to a job recently, like when we had this sort of big uh, boom of calls a couple of weeks back when COVID kind of hit really hard here. Like we got sent from Brooklyn to Howard Beach in Queens. And it was like we were on, that, we like, were on Cyprus and Myrtle. And okay. it, to Howard it Beach. Job, like all the way in the middle of Howard Beach. <laughs> on the wrong side of the street. I know. That was like super well, shocking. Wait, you're sending yeah. us where? Yeah, and it, it was all solo, too. Damn, yeah, so. there's no BLS. But uh, thankfully, we had, like, great firefighters that day. They were, like, really, dazzled, really bro. Absolutely dazzled by the firemen. Yeah. And so we got there. They were ventilating the lady. They had her collared. They had vitals. Yeah. They suctioned. They drove mm -hmm. us. They drove us, too. Wow. Without yeah. a problem. They're they like, you need a ride? 
<laughs> we're bored. I know. I, they probably don't do a whole lot there. I know back in the day, my dad told me that firehouse, like he went there for a few weeks or something. Um, yeah. And they can fish off the back of the firehouse. I mean, I, I'm sure it's like different now. Queens is different than it you know was. But um, yeah, I think for them, it was like, oh, it's like a cool job. And like two of the guys, I think, were BLS from back yeah. in the day here. So, yeah, but that was really nice. It was epic, bro. I was, I was, it, it was, it was amazing. So yeah. he did our, he was like, Hey, you want me to do a 12 week for you too? We're like doing everything else. I was like, okay. Yeah. I missed that stuff. I missed that. Actually, you know, yeah, we have, cause we have, um, to talk, we have a paid fire engine on now, breaking ground. Okay. County, but, mm. um, we have them during the day. It's a godsend whenever we actually need them. Yeah. yeah. We had one, we had a dude stroke out the other day and he was back in his bedroom and there was just garbage lining all all all, all in the way. And uh, you know, we did our thing getting the guy ready to go. We turn around and there's a beautiful, beautiful wide open path to get out the door. It was just so it was so nice. You know, just five years ago, if we made a if, you know, we called for extra help, it would still be another 20 minutes before someone showed up. So it's just wow. glorious. It was absolutely beautiful. That's nice. Yeah. Kind of thing I'm looking forward to. And they're really good dudes too. Hmm. That is nice. Give me a second. My dog is banging. I keep to go oh. outside. Okay, right. So we're like, oh, oh, we're going to record my shame. Oh, this one? No, oh, yeah, no this one is. Button. So this one is, uh, we mm. had like a, I don't know, a third story walk up or whatever. We get up there. No, it was only the first floor. It was the first was floor. The first, but the patient <laughs> RMA, right? Was it yeah. a 90 or an RMA? It was like something. So we're like yeah, it was, it was an heading RMA. back down and I have the stair chair in my arm. I'm walking in front of me. I'm like, la, la, la. He's down before. And I have no idea what happened if there was something on the lip of the stairs, but like the kind of heel of my her boot feet. Sort of tucked in mm-hmm. and like wouldn't budge. But I already had like the, that kind of motion of like going downstairs. So like my body weight was forward. And I like realized I'm like going down the stairs and I'm like, and I'm like, I could see it happening. So I like try to throw my weight back with the chair, but like I ended up slamming the chair into the fucking wall. And he turns around thinking like the fucking building is coming down. And I like, I was like, and I just like, boom, 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 like down like three stairs. But uh, yeah, Peter, I don't know. He was like, oh, I thought the building was like collapsing. And I'm like, that was kind of a dick thing to say, Peter. But um, I guess it was super loud because it's in the Yo, I thought the building was falling down, bro. I thought somebody <laughs> threw something at us. Or stumbling and, and smashing uh, everything around. Probably. Yeah, like wow. smashing the chair yeah. into this marble wall. So loud. <laughs> but I really, I, I never, that never happened before. I was like, I had like a sheen of like sweat after I like my fucking adrenaline went up and I was like, yep. <laughs> like, I thought like, this is it. This is how I die. I'm going to break my neck yep. and kill Peter on the way down. Mm-hmm. Visualize your career ending your life. Exactly. Yeah. I have no idea how that happened. It was just like one boot just like got locked in and then that was it. Like it wouldn't, I don't know what, I don't know what it was. Yeah. yeah. Rob had a few. I messed up my back with Rob too. So the first really? time I did my back. It's actually, an asthma job too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking about yeah. that as we were talking about it. I was like, remember that big giant? That big. That yeah. Was solid. He was huge. He was solid. He was a huge guy, and it was it was like only one flight of stairs, but he was big, and we're yeah. going down the stairs, and it popped. And, and you know, we had plenty of people there to help us, and I'm pretty, I think bigger yeah. dudes than you too. So I shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. No, wow. but you know, yeah, but I kept yeah. going. I finished this flight of stairs. Oh, you grimace like first flight now, and then you finish. 
the first couple yeah. steps. And I think no, when we hit the landing, I traded it off. So yeah. we we're like mid-flight and it popped. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was before CPAP too. So we had to bag them. We got in the ambulance yeah. and we had to bag them. So all muscle. All muscle. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my back is, you know. Mm. I want to yeah. share something with you guys. You oh my God. Me. See, this guy's tech over here. Him and all his cameras and stuff. He's got oh, like enable, 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 enable screen sharing if you can, Pete. Oh, yeah. Oh, Let me right. figure out how to do this more. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just pull it up my phone and show it to you that way. But... Hmm. Okay. You should have it. So when you you came straight to uh, you came straight to five seven, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When I came out of the academy, they assigned me to Division three, and I called Billy Wolf, and he had me pulled over. I was supposed to go to nice. thirty one first. Okay. So Billy called Hanafi at the time, and he was like, uh, "I want this guy." <laughs> huh? Who was your partner when you first came out? Uh, it was you and Rebecca. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! Wow, we're yeah, still in eight. I remember man. you. Uh, I remember you being very nervous, mentioning like how afterwards, mentioning how nervous you were, like fucking getting this new fucking medic, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And how relieved you were when you didn't have to teach me how to be a medic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You're frozen. I didn't hear Jordan. that. Sorry. Like. Yeah. You able to see this? Yep. Yes. You see this map? Yep. All right. There's some little areas are just. Broken up, broken up funny because of the different response policies that we have. Mm. Basically, each enclosed section is uh, the fire district, um, all the way up to the end there. And it extends into the water. Yeah, it's, that's they actually they just updated this map, so now there's a lot of stuff on here that just looks really weird. Um, like mm. the stuff out in the water, I think is just technicalities. Okay. Uh, but uh, mm. you see what I just pulled up. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> like this actually gives uh, kind of like how, how everyone's dispatched too, which is brand new stuff, which is kind of fun. But um, yeah, so it's a hundred some odd districts, and they're broken up like this, and it's literally different sides of the street, the different districts. Wow. And uh, <clears throat> I'll show uh, this, for instance, this whole section. I don't know if you can see my mouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this whole section in here is Setauket Fire Department. Okay. Um, Stony Brook University is in here, and this is all broken up because um, just the the way we respond on campus is different because they have their uh, their own police department, their own separate uh, university EMS agency, um, and then the University Hospital has their own EMS staff also. So everything there is dispatched funky. Um, and then Center Reach, the next town down, see, so yeah, I live over here in Lake Grove. Mm. Um, okay. Center Reach is broken up into four quarters. Oh, I know. Okay. But these four quarters are, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Old Center Reach Fire Department. And who is the big town that they're all encompassed by? All encompassed by Brookhaven Township. Uh, okay. This looks even crazier than New Jersey because, like, I thought we had a lot of districts over here. And stuff. I didn't realize like some of these places were where they were. I had friends who lived in Miller Place, like I'm like the Green Lines. You know, Green line. Oh yeah. Okay. The fire district. So yeah, they changed it a lot in the last two weeks, even. Um, mm. nah, That's but, a long uh, ride, bro. How long was your ride into the city? 
Uh, when I started, when we were when we were one to nine, it was like an hour and ten minutes. It was amazing. Um, but right before I left, it was over. It was almost. It was pushing two hours. Wow. Uh, when I was on Young with uh, with Sean, yeah. it was a two hour ride each way. Um, it was a miserable existence. Hmm. Um, yeah, because yeah, seven o'clock is is horrible getting out of there. Yeah, getting out at seven, getting in at five, leaving here at five o'clock is miserable because that's when everyone's coming home. But like, there was no, everyone's like, oh, it's against the traffic. There was no against the traffic. Everyone's yeah. going right now. Um, so it, it was pushing two hours before I left. Wow. Um, and I've looked since the only time it was ever nice was during COVID, like the very height of COVID. Yeah. That's the only time traffic was yeah. ever nice. Yeah. Um, Yo, because we were on the Belt Parkway and you could, we, we should have did it because we'll never be able to do it again. But you could have stopped in the middle of the Belt Parkway and done cartwheels. Yeah. And there was yeah. not a soul on the road. It was. Yeah, that's what everyone was telling me. If you, uh, like my supervisor up at Tatalka, he was, he just, actually, he just retired. He was on 3 9 Rescue. Um, and he was, he was praising how nice the traffic was. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah bro. Work. Yeah. Like we were in Midtown, we were in Times Square and there was nobody. It was. You know, we'll never see that again in our career. It was yeah, just, not, yeah. it was amazing. So, yeah. So would you, you guys had a few interesting jobs on, on 2A Young. I'm remembering a young man who fell off of a water tower, right? Water that tower? Guy? Yeah, they were taking pictures. I don't think I was on that water tower one. Um, was that Sean? That might've just been Sean. Might have been, might have been Sean and probably like, that was your pat or something you know yeah okay uh it's probably sean and pat actually yeah. i remember sean telling me about that but um we did have i don't was it i think it was me and sean it might have been me and you i, try, I can't remember anymore there was a there was a party up on it was a an apartment building on metropolitan avenue and they were having a party and someone was leaning back against the the screen window and they just fell right out like four stories cracked their head jesus uh might have been me and sean yeah <clears throat> Mm. Um, that was the thing like back in you know that wasn't too long ago people would lock themselves out and they'd climb like you know trees and gutter pipes yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, they'd fall off and stuff you know actually it's funny that you mentioned that because it brought to mind another one i think we thought it was a guy who was trying to steal cable but it was like third story and he fell from his apartment his apartment and uh i remember that he hit his head hard and he needed a tube so uh who's the lieutenant came from our station I can't remember who the pen was, but he's on the phone with telemetry to get orders for accommodate. And as he's on the phone, I just tube it. And he's like, I don't know if I can get value instead. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun, like two at young is like a hidden spot, you know, like when you yeah. get it, you get it. But, yeah. you know, it's a nice little sleeper cell up there. The only terrible part of being on a truck is how often I went to, we went to East New York. Yeah. Yeah. Two at young so, goes down there a yeah. lot. Yeah. They just, moved uh, us for a while. And we were going down that way. And then they moved us over now. So Where were we don't you? go as much. What's that? Where were you? I know you guys had to sit at the station for a while, right? Yeah, we were there. Yeah, and then Bobart Street. Yeah. Shit. Uh... They moved us from like Bushwick and Flushing. And then we went to Bogart. And now we're on... Um, Your street anyway. Hum I know. Now we're on Humboldt <laughs> more. So, you know. Mm. But we're not going that far anymore so yeah. on a regular basis but now we're just we're everywhere so it's fun though everyone's yeah everyone goes everywhere now yeah a mm -hmm. buddy of mine works for northwell and i uh he's in a 50 unit i think um at a flushing he's like yeah uh i went to 
know, somewhere down by uh, Methodist the other day. Oh, wow. Right. Everybody's going everywhere, man. It's, yeah. it's wild and stuff, how far people are going. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we got to and, Coney Island like not that long ago. We did like a cardiac arrest in Coney Island. Um, and then we had a, a crew that I saw at Brooklyn Hospital and they were from station 43. And I was like, how should we appear? You know, <laughs> they were like, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That's the one of the sillier things. The only, <clears throat> one of the sillier things I remember about the FDNY dispatching was, you know, they get a job two seconds before you do and they're coming up to our area. You go available, get a job down in their area. I know. Yeah. Two different dispatchers, so they have no idea. They could just switch them. Yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I was talking to a captain the other day about it. Mescal. Um, yeah, she's cool. Um, she was saying that, you know, people just don't pick up jobs for other people, but it's like, you know, nobody, I don't think a lot of people understand their areas, you know? Well, I mean, how many people have more than six months on a job? I know. Mm. That's it. And, and the GPS, cool. you know, it comes back to the GPS. So... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, if you don't look at a map ever, you have like no idea sort of where yeah. you are in relation to where everything else is. Right. Um, you know, if you're just looking at GPS, that doesn't actually give you the lay of the land. You know, it just gives you directions to and from, but you really don't know how you got there. You know what I mean? It's like you don't know if you're going south, east. Like you're just kind of going. You know, and yeah, it's one thing. I mean, people. Uh, Pete, Pete's all about it. I don't know how much he actually has to worry about it though, because you know, working with you, working with me, he have to worry about it. That's, you know, GPS for me was just find the address, find the cross streets, and then you know, mm-hmm. I figure my own route, you know, yeah. and then I gotta do it myself because you know, GPS. I'll, I'll use GPS to get somewhere ridiculous, like where I'm going down to Star City. I don't know how the hell I'm gonna get there. Yeah, I don't know how to get over there. Uh, but you know, <clears throat> if I'm going down down Bedside Avenue, I I need to know what I know. Yeah, I need to know every cross street. And more importantly, which direction each street is going, so I know where mm-hmm. to Um, But that's something that I did prior to coming to the FDNY. That's something I would just, I don't know, I, I, I just, I, I obsess over maps to begin with. Yeah. Um, so that was just me. I remember one time he, he was like, I can't send these people. You tell them to get an address, and they have to look it up, and then they have to sit there with their phone while they're driving to get everywhere they got to go. And, uh, you know, even now I work with some people. It's like we don't have... You know, some of the addresses are in complicated areas, but the hospitals are in the same place all the time. They're not yeah. moving. No way yeah. to, to the hospital yep. without looking at the GPS. <clears throat> Especially if you're working at this agency 40 hours a week, you should know where the hospital is. Yep. Um, but, you know, even now, it's, it's something we got to deal with. But I, I always wonder about that. Like, it's, hmm. I feel like my sense of direction's gotten better through the years. Like, obviously, I knew how to get around Queens, but like, when I first got to Brooklyn, I found it a little bit confusing. Um, I mean, I understood like Bushwick, how the street ran like Bushwick Avenue, but like all those like where it crosses, you know, like Myrtle and everything else, I was always confused. And then strangely, I like got treated for uh, undiagnosed ADHD and mm-hmm. all of those streets suddenly made sense. So I was like, I wonder if my sense of direction was poor just because of that. I don't know. Yeah, like maybe it kind of disorganized. You know, but it's now it's like I get it. Like now everything is you know, yeah, especially when you're looking at it, you know, half Bed Stuy is perfectly east, west, north, south, and then you hit Bushwick and then suddenly it's diagonal. Mm-hmm. But Myrtle comes across at a different angle, so you gotta count that in. 
Yeah. <clears throat> and then once they get too far west, it's just uh, the random old streets where they start doing this all the place. Yeah. 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 I was telling her that the other night. I was like, once you figure out which way is north, you know, because it's where you think is north really isn't north. Right. You know, and then yeah. once you figure out the angle of everything. Right. So, hmm. do I ever tell you? So, Rob lost his keys once, right? In his car. And <laughs> I didn't lose my keys. I did lose my keys. <laughs> he lost his keys in his car. Yeah. And he had this brand new car because he used to have this red piece of shit that he used to drive to work. And then he was so happy. He got this brand new black Altima, nice and shiny, right? And he lost his keys in it. And then, you know, his girlfriend found his car at work and she decided to start living in it. It was just some homeless lady. It was some homeless lady. She came out of, I think she just came out of Woodhall, wandered down and found an open car door and just took it out. <clears throat> in a frantic call. I think I was mandated that morning. I stayed late for overtime that morning. It was like 8, 8.30 in the morning. I got a call from Bradway and he's like, yo, where are the keys to your car? <laughs> he's like, I just walk outside and I see some lady in your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. To get the smell out of there it was horrendous. Oh, <laughs> I spent like an hour and a half wiping down everything. It, it was so gross. <sighs> I just awful. told that story to someone the other day too. It's funny you brought it up. <sighs> That's that terrible. is one of the best. Yeah. 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 There's some good Rob stories. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Take care of my girl, you know? <laughs> you know, I mean, listen. You know, she was waiting for you after work. Yeah, she told her to wait in your car and stuff. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. So what do you? So now, and then you had. I want to use that video where you had you had some a fight with some ice and stuff. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I guess yeah. you use the first half of the video. I guess that's not terrible. All right. So anyway, let's tell everybody the story. So. I'll set the stage. So we're in a polar blitz like we currently are now. Yeah. It's about the same time of year, right? Yeah, roughly the same time of year, same temperature, you know, yep. ice cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So I'll uh, I'll preface this. The 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 video he's talking about takes place at a, a brand new firehouse that we have at Setawket. And the front, the first 10 feet from the bay doors out, the first 10 feet are actually heated. Um, so there's hot water running underneath the That's some fancy shit. That's you know. That's fancy. It's a it's the bougie end of town up there. Listen, I'm not mad. Uh, I'm just jealous. No, no. I mean, it's 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 nice. Less plowing and all that stuff. So yeah. uh, So anyway. So anyway, the uh, there was an engine crew there doing you know testing their crap. Well, they pulled the stuff on the ramp. They were under the impression that the entire ramp was heated from the from the from the bay doors to the street, uh, which is incorrect. So they were using. They opened up. Uh, what did they open up? I don't know. They opened up one of the. What do you call it, Pete? I'm not a kidding. discharge. Yeah, they opened one of the discharges and they dumped water all over the ramp <laughs> for a good minute or two minutes. They thought nothing of it, right? Put it inside, went away. Two, three hours later, uh, my partner and I come along and we're going to check some of the ambulances out of there. And uh, I take a step up in the passenger seat. I take a step out of the passenger seat and my foot goes on the ground and then up in the air. Oh, and I, 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 I just did like this. On the ice, my feet went up, my back went down, and I laid on the ground for a good minute, just laughing hysterically because I didn't hit anything, nothing hurt. It didn't hurt an ounce, but it was it was hysterical. Um, so I'm sitting there laughing at it. Partner comes around, I'm like, "Oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay?" And everything was fine. Um, so afterwards, we went back to our dispatch and they pulled up the camera feeds and we looked at it and that's what I sent to Pete. <laughs> so yes, that is. 
That was that's probably one of my fa- most favorite videos. Good video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's on camera, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always fun times. I definitely miss Rob. We had a lot of fun together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We had absolutely. a lot of fun together. Aww. Yeah. One of the guys I worked with the other day was like, "Oh man, I feel like I know Pete better than I know some of the other people who work around here. How much Aww. you know about it?" I was like, "Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, good time." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pete's got to move just to talk it. Yeah, it's too far. It wasn't six hours away. I know it's, you know, like I want to go out there, but it's it's a whole day. It is entire. Yeah, my aunt, my oh. aunt, well, you know, my aunt lives right around the corner from me, and when yeah. she comes out here, she comes out first thing in the morning, and she doesn't leave till dinner time. Yep. Um, but she bases it all around the fucking Belt Parkway. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Belt Parkway. That's the craziest thing. Hmm. I don't know. Robert Moses messed up. He should have made, you know, he should have blighted more areas and made this shit wider. I know, man. Just take all the stuff, cut through neighborhoods. It's the way to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Can't do that shit now, you know? Oh, yeah. no way. So, uh, he had a good idea, you know, just went about it a little wrong. Yeah, when you don't care about people, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, he was <laughs> a visionary. He was definitely a visionary. Yeah, one so. thing I always thought of is a nice highway from the express, the LIE straight to the Verrazano. Nice cut right through everything there. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to. The inner borough or the Jackie was supposed was to go supposed to. all the way through. Yeah. And really? So, yeah. Ages. I mean, years and years and years. Good old Bobby's plan, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, Julian, this is what we used to do is we used to ride around with a book. Yeah. And look up and look for old stuff yeah. and try to find the old roads. No website. I think we found a website at one point that had like pictures of uh, places from like 100 years ago and then now yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and actually, I was just looking through old pictures. Remember when we were going around? We, were, we did the uh, 50 license plate game, the 50 the license plate <gasps> game. Yes. And we found a fucking Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was like one of our things. Of that we were, yeah. We, we spent, it was probably a week. And oh, and then we tried to count minivans in Williamsburg. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was hard because you thousands of hours. Yeah, but no, we it was two days, and we found all fifty plates. Get out and of stuff. here! Yeah, yeah. I feel like one of the Dakotas or something, one of those northern plain states was the last one that we found. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it was like I was driving into work, and I saw I randomly <laughs> saw it. I'm like, oh, Pete, 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 I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so random yeah. we did that for a while that was fun and everybody's like looking at it's like crazy like where are you guys going like we just go find done. license plates yeah <laughs> and they're like what are you guys like how old are you we're like we're only 14 okay i know i'm like i do that with my child like yeah. over the summer i'm like you know we were counting like non-new york plates but we actually found some pretty i thought like outlandish plates where i was like oh i've never seen you know kansas or i've never seen like you know all these places yeah. that like we saw new mexico and i was like new mexico here in new york you know like that's a mm-hmm. quite a ride we're cheaper insurance down there man yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But how do you get your car from hawaii here like that that doesn't even seem financially like a good idea like you know, <laughs> probably uh someone brought it up to me later on it's probably a military person Oh. Oh, they'll send your car over there. I mean, it takes time, obviously, but they'll send your yeah. car over there. You're going to be stationed there a while. That's cool. nice. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So what are you doing next there, Rob? What's your... Uh, next, next what? What's your next move? Are you going to be the boss over there? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Since uh, 
my supervisor is retiring, but uh, there's another one there already. Hopefully he takes that position over. Mm. And, uh, I don't know. They're going to put it out. We'll see what happens there. I just uh, recently took over the controlled substances there, which is a bigger headache than I expected. Yeah. But, Why is that? Uh, just the amount of state reporting you got to do the paperwork to follow up restock. <clears throat> mm. You know, here's this form, fill it out six times and put it in six different spots. Yeah. No, do you guys do you guys you guys don't have any diversion issues right no no, no. i mean like yeah you know, when i was going through it finally we have like two dozen usages in total over the course of the year you know yeah like two usages a month that's that's mm. normal you know so yeah. diversions rarely happen it has happened out here yeah um but my agency uh, my agency mm. have been uh lucky i guess mm. in that's that respect yeah, but you hear those stories, bro. It's like, yo, how, why did you do this? Yeah. You know, like you're going to get, you know, you're going to get jammed up eventually. So. Yeah, there was one, there was one person who worked for us and after he moved on, he got caught doing so. It wasn't even controlled substances, but, the, you know, with another medication. Yeah. Um, but everywhere I work has been good as far as I know, you know. Yeah. It hasn't happened. But. That's one of those things, like when I'm doing the inspections on the pouches and I check all the medications, I got to spin the vials to make sure that no one uh, tampered with the vials and all that stuff. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> there was that guy in Can it was Kansas City. He gave like the most amount of medication, like fentanyl or something, more mm. than like anybody in the entire city. So like he was responsible for most of the narcotics administration. Yeah, we actually, you know, we had one person like that here. Um but he was just very generous with the drugs. Like I was with him with a lot of his ministry. Oh. He worked on my day. He just really yeah. liked uh, controlled substances. And, yeah. You know, Interesting. You know, like for you and I, who are kind of hesitant on, you know, broken bone will splint it and they'll feel better. Is broken yeah. bone, given the drug, then splint it is his route, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but. Yeah, I, know. I mean, wrong. some people are just like the other day we had a shot and the guy got shot through and through the knee. Mm -hmm. um, and he wasn't the nicest person ever he was kind of like a, a young sort of entitled jerky guy but like he was obviously in pain from the tourniquet you know like it probably didn't need to be put on but one of the police officers put it on him right away which i appreciate like they really mm. have saved lives with those tourniquets yeah but i was like probably didn't need it you know but we're not going to take it off like so that i felt like ugh, we kind of were like should we should we not and i, I was just like that's got to be like really like yeah. the most painful thing ever, you know? Mm -hmm. So we gave it because, but it actually, you still like pretty awake and crabby after that. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, mm -hmm. but that, a tourniquet around your thigh, I'm sure is not the best feeling in the world, you know? Mm -hmm. No. And I, you know, it's always been said that, uh, you know, a tourniquet applied properly, a tourniquet's going to hurt anyway. So yeah. yeah. We've always found that like when you give a tourniquet to somebody who really needs it, they don't make a sound. Yeah. yeah, because they've already that was lost the one interesting thing that, yeah. yeah, but yeah. that's we did them uh, years ago when I did my return to duty, like when I was out on childcare leave and I came back, they basically put me through like kind of what we call the top class. I guess it's now like the PES class, mm -hmm. and that was one of the things like when they were learning tourniquets because back when I was before I had a kid, we didn't do tourniquets. You know, it was like the last resort kind of deal, and now it's like not. And so we all put a tourniquet on ourselves and left it for like, you know, 30 seconds. And after 30 seconds, it was like, get this shit off. You know what I mean? Like, right. because it's so excruciating, like how, I mean, how it works is, you know, what it's supposed to be doing, but 
Yeah. So I always, I feel bad when someone's got a tourniquet on and, and like, he kept trying to, like, he was like pulling at it. Like he was like trying to like, let it up, you know? And it was just like, I was like, no, don't, don't take that off, (laughs) you know? It's funny, bro. Like when we were together, we never used tourniquets. You know what I mean? And now like me and her, it's like every other month. Yeah. Something's going on. It's I can't think. I think maybe once I ever put it on down there, and um, it wasn't with you. I think it was me and Sean that time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, I do remember that guy actually impaled himself on a fence. It was nice. Oof. He he got off the fence, went home, <gasps> and his wife had him in the hallway stepping on the stepping on the wound. What? A good one. I, I thought he got stabbed at first. I it took a while before he finally like came to and realized what was going on. Explained what happened. Wait, how did he end up on the fence? Uh, he was intoxicated. He doesn't know how it happened. He just remembers being on the fence. It wasn't like the six. It wasn't a six foot fence. It was a smaller one. I don't want to call it a fence, but like a uh, you know decorative. Yeah. Like fencing the, around. Yeah. Kind of. Um, he was remarkably intoxicated and he stumbled home and his wife was like ah stepped on it and there was blood everywhere. Wow. He got a tourniquet. Yeah. Mm. Intoxes, man. Like, yo, they end up in weird places. Yeah. I know. I always feel like that's one of those sad things that, like, you know, like drinking can really end in like very tragic sort of circumstances. Like years ago on an ambulance uh run on New Year's Eve, it was like a house party, which seems like a pretty safe bet, you know, on New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve. But, but the guy <laughs> fell through a glass table like he fell through like a mm-hmm. coffee table and eviscerated himself <laughs> you know so it's like yeah like you know when you're that trashed like you don't really realize like what's going on and yeah. you know yeah. you think being at a house party on new year's drunk is probably a safer thing mm-hmm. than going out into the city we but... did new year's eve remember that yeah we did times we did Beautiful place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we didn't do anything and then after midnight it was like oh hell broke loose like a bomb yeah. went off and it was yeah. like Go over here. Go over there. Go over here. Go over there. And it was here. It was so cold and stuff. It was cold that night. It was really cold. We had like one girl. She walked away from the part. Remember, she was like a cocktail dress. Yes. Oh my god. And she ran up. She ended up in like some random building. She had no idea where she was. She had no ID. Nothing. And we're like, do you know her? They're like, no. We have no idea. And I felt really bad for her because she she couldn't tell us her name, where she was staying, where she like was from. Right. And the Uber driver just pushed her out the door kind of deal. Yeah. 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 So I'm just, you know, I'm glad that it was a kinder, gentler New York than yeah. you know, back <laughs> in the 80s and stuff. So Manhattan. Yeah, that was Manhattan that we did that job in though. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was it was by the tunnel, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we still get them now. Like, yo, we had some chick. She was from Florida and she was laid out in the street. Oh yeah. Dressed in some club attire. And it was like Generously oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I was, yeah, I don't know. So but she was like annihilated where we got her into the ambulance and it was like halfway to the hospital before she woke up. Yeah. And then I think it was cold too. So yeah. her main concern was just like she didn't have insurance. I was like, yeah. you were in the gutter. You know, like, <laughs> so that's not Big good. To worry about. Yeah. yeah, they don't believe you. And I know. Stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Rob, thank you. I know. Well, thanks, Rob. Yeah. Story, <laughs> yeah. Come back on. Maybe uh, we'll finish talking about how we how we got here in life. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. 
Yep. I would you could, like, yeah. steal you away to ride with us, like, as a I know. third thing. I wonder if they would allow Rock the bus behind the 44 Case Avenue. I have 760 Case Avenue. 